you need to rise up and be determined that never will this happen again. Maybe some things happen to your parents, your grandparents, and it's been showing up in your own life and you've been pampering it. Are you going to live like that? Hi there, welcome to Wisdom Plug with Yemi David. The wiser you are, the better you live. Wisdom makes the difference uh, in our journey as we make decisions, uh, small decisions, big decisions, wisdom will always make the difference. Today, we will be talking about what it takes to get back the things that you've lost. Uh, one way or the other, we've lost things, okay? Um, in fact, scripture talks about Satan being the thief. In the book of John chapter 10, verse 10, it says, The thief cometh not but for to steal, to kill, and to destroy. That is what the enemy does. He wants to steal, he wants to kill, he wants to destroy. He tries to steal people's health through sickness and disease and attacks on their body. It, uh, the enemy tries to steal people's businesses through taking wrong steps and they lose money and lose uh, you know, opportunities. Or sometimes powerful doors get closed. People lose out on things. And sometimes at the end of a season or at the end of a particular year, you just look back and sometimes you are not so encouraged because you've lost opportunities. So when I saw Joel chapter 2, <clears throat> verse 25, uh, some years ago, uh, I had to stay on it and God had to like elaborate that in my heart. Joel chapter 2, verse 25, it says, So I will restore to you the years. Isn't that powerful? I will restore to you the years. And then it says so many other things. That, that, that caught my attention. Oh, restore to me the years. That means the enemy can steal from people years. You can be in 2025 and then, or 2024, and then be living a life of 2019. Do you know that? Because the enemy had created some kind of setbacks. Let me just read other versions of that particular verse. And I think that would be encouraging to us, you know. Uh, just that line. One version says, I will repay you for the years the locusts have eaten. So God, God's love, God's kindness repays. Uh, another version says, I will pay you back. Wow, I like that. NCV, I, the last part of that verse, NCV says, I will pay you back for those years of trouble. So in case you are listening to this presentation or podcast and you've lost maybe in a relationship, you've lost money, you've lost spiritual vitality, God wants to pay you back. Uh, NLT says, the Lord says, I will give you back what you lost. Yes, you made some mistakes. Yes, you took a wrong turn and the enemy took advantage of it. He comes to steal, he comes to kill, he comes to destroy, but God wants to give you back, give you back. Several versions says, I will give you back. I, I love the way the message translation puts it. This is just to set the stage for your faith to be alive that, wow, whatever thing you had missed, opportunities, doors, relationships, money, God will compensate. MSG says, I will make up for the years. Ah, God wants to make up for those years that you miss. Another version says, I will pay you back. Another way you want to look at it is the word restoration. It's like when you have a store in your house and you have some things put in the store, you're thinned, you know, excited about it, and then the enemy sneaks in, picks up some things, and then you get into your store after some few weeks, 
you just realize that mm, something is missing here. Something has been taken from the store. Oh, I need this to be back and be restored. So that's where I see restoration. So let's talk about restoration. How, how do I get restored? And, and that should be your thinking because wisdom makes the difference. Uh, people talk about restoration, but not everyone knows how to be restored. I learned something many years ago that there's always a way to doing things. There's a way to be saved. How do you get saved? Like saved. You believe in your heart and confess with your mouth and then you are saved. That's the way to be saved. How do you get healed? Oh, you believe in God, uh, in, in the healing power of Christ and you pray to God and then you receive your healing. So there's a way to be saved. There's a way to prosper. And I want to submit to you today there is a way to experience restoration. So open up your heart and enjoy this particular series. Drink from it. Share it with your friends. God will pay you back. God will make up for the years that we have missed, that we have lost. There are classic examples of restoration examples in scriptures. We have Nebuchadnezzar. <laughs> Sometimes I quip and laugh. I said that Nebuchadnezzar in the book of Daniel, it looks like he was an Igbo king. You know, he, the Igbo is a tribe in Nigeria, Nebuchadnezzar, Nebu, King Nebu. <laughs> That's just a joke. But this king messed up and he actually ran mad, you know. But God restored him after seven years. And I love the way God did it for Nebuchadnezzar. At the end of the day, Nebuchadnezzar even said, I was even better than I was before. That means when God even restores you, he will compensate for the lost time, for the lost season. So I want to say that you will not just be restored. You will be restored with compensation. If there is a thief in life, if caught, will pay sevenfold. That's in Proverbs, I think, chapter 6. So uh, never mind. You are not going to be, you know, where you were before. God will add you know, to compensate for the time. It's like uh, what we had in our church, a couple, one of our top leaders in church, been praying to God for the fruit of the womb. And then uh, God, you know, sorted them out by giving them triplets. After nine years of waiting, I laugh and I say that is compensation, restoration of compensation. The triplets at the go is compensated for the nine years of waiting. So that can happen in your finance. It can happen in your career. It should and will happen in your destiny. So the question is, uh, Yemi David, what does it take to be restored? Okay, number one, bam, realization. Say it again. Say it with me. Realization, one, the first key to enjoying restoration is a realization. The prodigal son in Luke chapter 15 Scripture says he came to himself. You have to come to yourself that something has been stolen from you. Don't let the devil keep cheating on you, stealing from you, and then you keep rationalizing it. You keep making excuses. Is the economy, is the way my, my parents lived, that is what my temperament dictates, that is how businesses are. And you keep giving excuses. You got to rise up to the occasion, realization. The prodigal son just realized. I love what he said. He said, how many of my father's servants have enough food to eat 
and I perish with hunger. Can you imagine that? He just realized that I'm supposed to be living like a prince. Why should I be feeding with swine? Don't keep excuses. Don't allow excuses to keep you down. The enemy likes that and it keeps plundering. It keeps stealing people's years, stealing their moments, stealing their opportunities. And they keep rationalizing it, uh, giving excuses why it was like that. It's going to get worse. What you keep watching will get worse. You got to realize that something has been taken from my store. It could be your marital destiny, unnecessary delay. It could be your business. I mean, you are a giver. Givers should not lack. But somewhere, somehow, you've not been seeing any harvest. It could be your marital joy. Your marriage is just in disarray. You, there's no joy. Or your health. You must realize that it's not God that steals or kills or destroys the enemy. The first key to restoration is realization. Coming to yourself that this has got to stop. 